The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Back underway already at Hamden. They were short and sharp with the half-time break. Kyogo has just gone through. Half chance, shot blocked and out for a corner kick. Still goalless, no changes uh, at the break. Hibs felt hard done by. They felt Porteous had been tripped in the build-up there. Referee not interested as the corner comes in. Uh, it's a poor initial ball. Celtic will get the second bite at it. That's not great either. Uh, and I think the ball had gone out for a goal kick. So no changes at the break. Uh, Mark Wilson, does that surprise you? No, not really. Um, you've got to say it's been a, a better opening minute and a half in the second half than the first 45 minutes put together. Quite exciting. Hibs down one end, Celtic break the other. And it was a, a half opportunity for Kyogo and it was a good block from Hanlon. Um, no, I, I think both teams are right to go with the same... The same lineups right away. Hibs, I think, need to offer more going forward. Although they've done their job defensively, and that's Jim's right, first and foremost, keep it tight. But they've got so much attacking promise on the pitch, they've got to take the game to Celtic at some point, and Celtic have to be better in the final third. Yeah, I think that's obviously where, if there is disappointment about Hibs, that's what it w- would be. Yeah. I bow to Jim Duffy's superior knowledge of, of being organised and, and staying in the game, and, and of course they have... Um, Maybe I'm clouded by the performance in the semi-final And the fact that Martin Boyle is arguably the most dangerous player in the league outside of Glasgow And Kevin yeah. Nisbet's an international striker And they, they, they probably could hurt Celtic if they if they wanted to Yeah, and, I, and maybe we're all just a bit disappointed I know I am because I was, I was looking forward to it as a neutral I've got no, no feelings for either team particularly But looking forward to two really good football teams going at it and really attacking um, and it's, it's just not worked out that way But Jim's right, you know, David Gray will, will be delighted I just think when they had the ball, it was disappointing And that wee spell, as Mark was saying there Straight from kick-off, they had a throw-in They had a couple of throw-ins of the ball In the corner as well Where, where you, you, it was a, mo- the most that have been closest to Celtic's goal In the whole of the game so far And then, as Celtic broke All of a sudden, Celtic moved it much quicker Than they had done in the first half as well So, decent signs So as we break in the game here Because that looked a how sore are those clash of kneecaps, Mark Wilson? Oh, especially for me. I mean, anybody touches my knee, I'm in pain. But <laughs> on a cold day like this, knee to knee, oh, it could take a wee bit of getting getting over. Mm. So I'm sure it'll be okay. Hopefully, it's not too serious. Is it McGinn? Yeah, I'm actually not sure which way the decision went. Someone can remind me. They both, just Mikey Johnston and him, kind of flew in, clashed knees. I think Hibbs did think get Hibs the decision. Going, yeah. yeah. Um, and a concerned brother watching on John McGinn is in the, yeah. the crowd As you would expect Hugh yeah, As his, his brother goes down Sitting there beside his dad um, So the McGinn family always turn out uh, To support each other uh, Whether it's Paul, Stephen or John um, So I, I hope he's okay I wouldn't want to see him go off And miss the rest of the final um, He's a real competitor Paul McGinn Um but Mark Wilson's right, we get a bit more activity at the start of the second half than we did in all of the first half. Uh, and Hibbs, for me, maybe the way they kicked off, it was a sign of intent. Let's get up inside Celtic's box as quickly as possible. Uh, yeah, he's going to be fine. It is just that clash of knees, like we say. Hibbs have forced a corner, and that's what you're looking to achieve when you go long, well, Fraser. It's set pieces in Celtic. I mean, the, yeah. <sighs> Just take your chance Just a, a simple long ball By, by Matt Macy And uh, Starfelt goes up With, with Nisbet Gets his head to it. Should do better Starfelt I think his position To start off with Isn't isn't great To just 
gets a backheader and all of a sudden a bit of pressure on, on Celtic with a, a corner to Hibbs. Martin Boyle going to swing it in. Yeah, Martin Boyle goes for that kind of high flighted delivery. It looks off the training ground and it's in the back of the net at Hamden. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com Hibs 1, Celtic 0 And it's the skipper Paul Hanlon It was the corner kick from Martin Boyle High delivery Clearly something they'd identified Hanlon eventually timed his run Arrived Bundled it over uh, The Celtic players tried to bundle it off the line I should say And it ends up in the back of the net Hibs 1, Celtic 0 Hugh Keevans That ought to liven things up uh, Well, they are a disaster at the back Celtic They are an ongoing Unmitigated disaster they can't defend free kicks They can't defend corner kicks And that might very well be the only game Only goal of this final uh, And you know Celtic only have themselves to blame Starfelt's header To concede the corner kick Was awful He can neither head them in at one end Or head them out properly at the other So Hibbs having done nothing at all in this game have taken the lead I would not be surprised If that is the only goal of the final Mark Wilson That is brilliant from Hibbs' perspective And leaves a whole lot to be desired from Celtics Yeah, give credit to Hibbs first Oh, there we go Goal flashes <laughs> With AspireGlasgow.com <laughs> Hibbs won Celtic won Kyogo equalises straight away <laughs> For Ange Postacoglu's side What a game this is all of a sudden <laughs> Hugh, that's, that's the quickest Duff prediction I've ever had Go wrong It has come to life Claims of offside from Hibbs It was it was quick, we need to see that slowed down It looks tough to identify He's on the last line, he slips it left footed Beyond Matt Macy, a really good finish actually I, I think um, if we had VAR that would be disallowed your eyesight's better than mine If you've decided already You might be right I, I don't think we've seen anything Close to conclusive yet Fraser have we? No it's hard to read I mean he eventually gets it He's beyond the back four It's hard to know where His starting position was Because he's, when guys are that are, are that quick But you're, you're just thinking That Hibs What a chance they have If they can just See out the next 10-15 minutes But Celtic respond Again just a simple Long ball Hibs defence caught out if, if, he, if he was onside It's a poor goal for them To lose Because they're standing Allowing Kyogo to run in behind You just can't do that Great finish by 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 Kyogo, but uh, yeah, what a game! The second half is just all of a sudden <laughs> livened up from a that proper that game. Now. First half, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say about the Celtic um, defence and the Hibs goal. Joe Hart's got to come for that. I think yeah. so. It was in there a long, long time. I don't know what you thought, Mark, but it, it wasn't really anything other than just a big high ball to the oh, back post. What a run this is! Yeah, that was sort of seen this before from Tom Rogic at Hamden as he burrows his way towards goal but bit off more than he could chew that time right let's reset let's take a breath let's go back to the goal that did let's give go back him. to Hugh's prediction well, yeah well <laughs> and we'll spare him for now uh, let's go back to the goal that gave Hibbs the lead mark Starfield's part in giving away the corner and then defending it what did you make of that first? yeah uh, shocking from a Celtic point of view it's as basic as you're ever going to get a corner kick I mean Boyle's Boyle's corner's obviously been worked on, it's obviously been identified that that's where Celtic's weakest, but there is just no opposition from Starfield to get in front of Hanlon, and it's, ooh, just seen Joe Hart clear it there, but it's a poor, poor goal. Good for Hibbs' point of view, uh, and then the Celtic goal. It may well be offside, we don't know yet. It's certainly it's close. It's, it's, it's going to be, in, yeah, as end-to-end Celtic have another shot saved. It's extremely close, whatever way it is, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to say though, the pass from McGregor, and the, the touch. first touch from Kyogo is incredible and the finish is great, so certainly livened up, it's now end to end, the game's a totally different game from what we were 
witnessing the first half Celtic are, are getting more joy because Hibs have come out and playing but at the other end Hibs are testing the Celtic uh, the Celtic back line but uh, I, I would like to see the, the, the corner again Mark but I just it was in there a long time and I'm thinking to myself where's the goalie where's the goalie especially when you're yeah. when you're light at the back and you've not got many big players and he's just stuck on his line um, not, not that it's just his fault Starfelcher blocked the run as well shouldn't have headed out in the first place but uh, poor goal for Celtic to lose uh, Celtic got a bit of defending to do here, and they they do it well. And but it's real. This is this is a good football match. Here yeah, because yeah, it, for every time Hibs go forward, Celtic then come out straight away. Suit Celtic. Two teams that didn't turn up the first half, and now it's a proper cup final, and it's great fun. Uh, Kyogo working his socks off, reclaiming the ball there. Yeah, slips one through um, after Tom Rogic had had lost yeah. it. That's in the air, and Stevenson's going to deal with it. I can't quite decide Fraser if Rogic is I mean he's involved a lot But he's not quite pulling off that, that final bit That he usually yeah, does Yeah there's not been much coming for him But he's there or thereabouts yes. You know he's he's on it And he's creating Not creating the chances But he's driving at people He's committing them He's made one or two wrong decisions But it's not as if he's drifting out the game As Rogic sometimes can um, and and uh, you wouldn't see any change being made there because Tumble's not on the pitch. But he, he's still he's still there or thereabouts. But I, I agree with you. A bit like Mikey Johnson again. Mikey's played really well. But just that final third, that last pass has just been missing from Johnson and Rogic. Is this the bit, Mark? Then where these two are they just going to stand and go toe to toe now? Is that the way it has to be for Hibs? <laughs> well, it certainly looks like it at the start of this uh, this second half. There's no doubt about it. Fraser's right. It definitely suits Celtic better. Because Hibs coming out, it just leaves gaps for these guys to exploit. Here's a bad Yeah, he slips it in for Kyogo. Good defending that time. I think it was Ryan Porteous slides in, deflects the ball into the arms of Matt Macy. Um, and, and Celtic do look quite likely to add to it, Hugh Keevens. Well, I would say that both look likely to add to it. I mean, if Hibs get another corner kick, that'll be 2 1. <laughs> so uh, the, uh, the game, thankfully. 11 minutes into the second half is a game you would not be able to predict who's going to win this cup from this distance Hibs a chance now yeah ball breaking but Carter Vickers does well it was just the ball fell kindly for Kevin Nisbet to try and race into the box uh, the big defender doing well I don't think we were being unkind to Hibs by saying that how poor they were going forward you know I get that they were trying to be compact and they got success for that but the players have got Boyle Nisbet Murphy you know Campbell all really good when the leash is taken off them going forward and you can see that in the opening 10 minutes of this second half that they're causing Celtic problems when they're, they're a wee bit more adventurous My first thought Mark was when when, when Hibs uh, scored was they could just go back to the way in the first half you know just yeah. drop back but yeah. he, just, he didn't have time because Celtic responded really quickly and uh, now Hibs have got to try and maybe up their game the way they did at the start of the second half but if they'd hung on for 5 or 10 minutes or 15 minutes and all of a sudden Celtic have got a real problem but uh, the way the game's going it, it, could, it could be one at either end yeah, I mean, this Mark, it's the oldest, or one of the oldest cliches in the book about, you know, being at your most vulnerable when, when you've just scored. Is that, did we just see that in action from Hibs? I think so. I think the Hibs centre-halves were still celebrating. It's like <laughs> took his first touch because I don't know what they're thinking there. They've had 45 minutes a pure discipline where they've watched Kyogo like a hawk throughout the half and then just that you know 10 seconds here they switch off and they get punished that shows how good a player he actually is your three twos back on Fraser back on yes yes I was beginning to think I was as bad at predictions as, as you are and I, and I think I am usually mm-hmm. but uh, yeah the way this game is going if it stays like this great as I said earlier 
as a neutral you just want a mm. better football game and uh, we've got it now I think there's more goals to come <laughs> this is the controversy we really need Hugh Keevans right uh-huh. I'm looking at replays of that Kyogo goal trying to decide if it, if it was offside or not and honestly and, and but before anyone gets carried away there might be another replay that emerges and, and we can see it I've, I've got my tongue slightly in my cheek here I genuinely can't tell because of the pyrotechnic smoke and the fog ah. <laughs> genuinely from, from, from the one from the one replay that, that the, the Premier Sports Twitter account has tweeted so far genuinely can't really see <laughs> because of that um, but I'm sure someone will someone will be editing this as we speak and clearing that all up I'm sure and we'll have lines drawn and Social media that will be, be that maybe Portis and Hanlon's excuse as well. Sorry, Gaffer, can you see it for the fog? <laughs> Someone will say you lot in Super School mm-hmm. don't the foggiest at the best of times. <laughs> so uh, on we go, regardless. But there we go. That would be a new a new uh, moment for us, wouldn't it? We've had, we've heard every other excuse in the book, but I can't see because of the fog and pyrotechnics. <laughs> genuinely, and well, Andrew McLean and Jim Duffy are at the game. And they they said the same. They couldn't see on the far side. <laughs> what chance have you got? Well, we can cut the assistant some slack then, can we? Do we ever no, cut them some slack? No, no, don't give them any slack any point. Um, but uh, when we saw the team, there wasn't I, any. There wasn't any smoke in the first half, was there, Fraser? And <laughs> they still managed to get a couple wrong. So uh, maybe the, the fog helps them. Good yeah. Point. Anyway, corner kick to Celtic, enough about fog and mist and smoke and whatever else. Juranovic is going to try and whip this one in. Uh, Outswinger, he's on set-piece duty since David Turnbull went off with that hamstring injury early on Which I'm sure we will hear more about later on in the game Uh, Juranovic is, it's a decent ball but Celtic just can't quite get in the end of it It's going to come out to Callum McGregor and and Tom Rogic So Celtic's still queuing up to make something happen And Tom Rogic coming ever so close, was that tipped away for a corner? He was certainly scrambling again, Matt Macy, wasn't he? The, the, the couple of times he's been diving for things. That I thought it was going to be a cross, and did he try and catch the goalkeeper I, out? I, I, think, I think it was a cross. I think it was a cross, and, and Macy just didn't know what was behind him and kind of launched himself at it. I don't know if he got a touch, but he's, he's, a few times he's thrown himself at things that have been going out going out the park, but yeah, I think it was a cross. No, I think he was trying yeah, to yeah, yeah, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Juranovic uh, goes again from the corner, and it's a big chance. Carl Starfell, eight yards yeah. out, downwards header. Just can't quite direct it into the bottom corner, Mark. I, I think he's got to do much better again. The first half, I think, was a sitter. I think this is the same. I think this is an equally as good chance as the first half. And he, it's the same result. He tries to, I don't know, throw his head at it. And it's it's just came off the side. He just needs to glance at and target. And it's hard for Macy to react. What a chance. They're doing well, Celtic, in, in blocking. And I think Portis has twice now dropped. Starfelt with that run to the front post I don't know what's happening there But he certainly Seems to get blocked well By, by Celtic To give Starfelt that room But you're right Mark he's, he's got to score That's two Really really good chances He's not get much better than that From a corner kick Going along with that Hugh? Yeah but Billy McNeil will be looking down on this And thinking Dear me You've set the bar pretty high To be <laughs> fair Right listen <laughs> big, big boots to fill Big Billy just come up Corner kick Big Billy Goal, Goal. Starfelt Either end of the park At, at the, the goal that Hibs scored today I mean where is he? I know Joe Hart's A-wall as well But where's Starfoot? He's never there It's a, the timing of it Mark Because I've, he probably had been enjoying A fairly solid looking run of things Celtic fans felt like They were starting to see the best of him um, And listen it's not an absolute howler by any means But he's got to do better at the Hibs goal yeah, without a doubt. I wasn't quite convinced when he came in, Gordon, about how he'd started his Celtic career, but got more steady, looked solid, had a few good games injured, dropped out. But at the Hibs goal there, 
it's as poor as you'll see from a centre half at a corner kick where you're designated somebody to pick up and you drop them so easy yeah I do think Hart can help him out like Fraser was saying but do your job first and foremost and worry about the goalkeeper next and they've got another one here to defend well a free kick that's fairly dangerous for Hibs yeah and up come Portis and the big guys handling as well good test for the Celtic Defence again, so Starfelt beat on Carter Vickers. Just to get a quick, to, quick to snapshot there, you can see Carter Vickers and remonstrating fairly enthusiastically with Carl Starfelt, trying to get him back into position. Starfelt sort of asking questions. So I wonder if, if Celtic setup is maybe not quite as as organised as it, it could be, but doesn't matter when the delivery from Boyle is so oh, poor. Yeah. Martin's got to do better than that. He's uh, hit the first man. Uh, they, they line up the three of them, maybe just a yard apart. The three big guys right in the middle. And uh, that's maybe why uh, the, the ball went to the back post for the corner, just because they know that if they can get, if they get exposed, these players one on one, then they've got a chance of scoring. But uh, clearly, it's, it's an issue for Celtic because they're not a big, tall team, so they have to rely on these three to do all the defending. Yeah, we're talking about bringing in Japanese midfielders, Japanese forwards. Uh, I mean, Christopher Julian has been out for a year now, and will take some time to get up to speed. Celtic need to get in a central defender who is, to use the cliche, a no-nonsense defender, because it's laughable that you know the the the, the attempts at dealing with corner kicks or free kicks absolutely laughable. Uh, I keep hearing, or we kept hearing that previously, Hugh, and the one was meant to arrive last season in, in Shane Duffy. Whether yeah. that was all down to him, whether it was the. The overall circumstances I, I guess finding someone Who's apparently no nonsense But can do everything else You want to do um, is, is maybe easier said than done Yeah of course um, But it should be On the to-do list For January Because You can't Expect To challenge Rangers For the title With a defence As easily breached As this one I know people always go back And say Look at the league table but you're asking me to look at the league table at this stage. I'll, I'll come back in another 10 games from now and look at the league table and see what the defensive record says for and against. But in Europe, they, they are recognised as the, the, the easiest team to score against. Uh, and in the last couple of days at Dingwall and at Hamden here, two set pieces, two goals. I think particularly today, Mark, because even although Hibs have upped it in the second half, They've certainly not looked like scoring from open play. No, they, they've been disappointing from open play. Um, so set pieces become even more important when you you eventually concede one. And uh, that's the thing, you know, cup finals in the league at Dingwall, you've got a half a season to catch up in your mistakes from a set piece cup final. That could have been so costly if Celtic hadn't responded so soon so you know the, they certainly need to buck up their ideas I don't think the defence is as bad as Hugh is making out you know there is improvement there I'm sure every team would like to improve their defence but on occasions like this you expect your signings like Starfelt experienced signings to do a better job than they did you, this you, afternoon you can't argue with the European stats Mark they're no, there in black no, and white no, yeah Yep, no the European stats well, to be fair, that's though, what you, happens when but, uh, you're arguing with the league stats yeah, as I say, people will say it to me now, but I'm saying to you, come back mm. oh, ten maybe. games from now. Maybe, but if you, you know, they're both there in black and white, then aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're there in black and white. Yeah, but I'm asking you to use the evidence of your own eyes that every time there's a set piece, they're static. The goalkeeper's static. Starfelt's static. I've never seen anyone quite so 
static is this Celtic defence? Uh, good build up from Celtic down the right The cross is blocked I think it's going to be a corner kick again Juranovic His deliveries have been decent Fraser Yeah he's, he's a good, good good football player in general But uh, he's a good on the ball Great dead ball deliveries I don't think Ange Postacoglu will be unhappy With the way the game's going Although they lost that goal He responded very quickly That was important Didn't give Hibs a chance Or maybe the option 10 minutes later to Go back to that kind of more defensive formation. They are pushing harder, Hibs, without creating much. I think Postacoglu will be much happier with the space that his players, players are getting. But once again, and down that right-hand side again, it was a bad yeah. He would get into a good position, but he's, they got a corner from it. Final ball just wasn't great. Rogic again getting into good areas. And he's kind of nodding his head, kind of grimacing there. I think knows we have chance there. But a spell of pressure for Celtic. Another corner kick here from, from, from their left. Yeah, it's going to be... Kicks is that Celtic are keeping them alive. Sorry, Gordon. When when they don't get that first contact on them, McGregor and Rogic has been there a couple of times at the edge of the box just to keep the move alive. So, like Fraser says, a uh, uh, pressure building in this Hibs defence. Yeah, in swinging this time from Juranovic, but in swinging into the arms yeah, uh, of catch. Matt Macy, who's a, a giant of a goalkeeper. He makes that catch relatively comfortably, and away we go. Yeah, good catch, a big goalie. He was at full stretch, but whipped into the back post, but uh, very comfortable. It's brilliant as a defender when your goalie comes and just takes that pressure from you. And uh, that was a good catch by the big keeper. Oh, oh. Uh, Hibs have got a chance to try and get in here. Celtic, oh, the nutmeg on Starfelt's lovely. Joe Hart comes out and makes a terrific save. That was a good chance for Hibs. I said a moment or two ago they hadn't looked like scoring from open play. Well, they did on that occasion. It was Kevin Nisbet. I think he nutmegged Carl Starfelt. Looked to get shot away, but Joe Hart was out very quickly. Big chance, big save, Mark Wilson. Oh, huge. I mean, Starfield's just had a, a go in the waltzers here, I think. Oh. He's just been turned inside out. Brilliant from Nesbitt. And that's what you want your goalkeeper to do, to be quick off his line. And it's a good stop to keep Celtic 1-1. Starfield doesn't deal with the ball in the first place. And he allows Nesbitt to dispossess him. And then he gets taken to the cleaners. So... I, no wonder Carter Vickers is trying to shout at him and bring him back to life uh, he's having a very poor game he's certainly having an unconvincing second half Fraser yeah, I think we can yeah. say that much I, th- I think he knows it he just looks as if he's a, a wee bit kind of heads all over the place because he, he didn't go forward and attack that ball and he went to clear his left foot allowed Nisbet if he just stepped a yard forward he could have cleared it but he just waited for the ball to come to him Nisbet nicked it past him and then he's running into the box I was wondering whether Kevin Nisbet could have found I think it was Campbell and Murphy were supporting him but he decided to go inside again then he nutmegged Starfield and again I'm looking at it thinking could Nisbet have squared that you know listen he's your striker you're your main guy and uh, you're Probably want him to have a shot whenever he possibly can, but could he have squared it at some point there to, to either Murphy or Campbell? But good save by Joe Hart, really, really good save by the big goal. He was off his line quick. Here's the problem, Mark. There's not a whole lot wrong in an attacking sense for Celtic, they, they're finding space, but we're now at 68 minutes. And if you're looking for someone to come on and, and add that extra spark and change things and, and get that goal, who's that going to be? Because Hibs have probably got a stronger bench than Celtic today, and, and certainly in an attacking sense, and can't say that too often. Yeah, it's a big call, you know, Ange Postacoglu. I said at the start of the show that he's probably put all his eggs in one basket and put his strongest side out there, knowing that he's not got a lot on the bench. Might sound funny, but the option might just be Ralston on, Juranovic up one, and Abada off. Abada has this, you know, habit of starting well and then disappearing in games, and this afternoon's the same. But well, I, I just thought he was going to control that there and roll it into the back of the net. But he's... Uh, That's my job. Quiet again. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, good stuff from Mikey Johnson that time. His shot's blocked. It does fall to Abada. He can't get it under control. 
And it allows Hibs to clear But Celtic Putting a bit of sustained Pressure together Until Juranovic just Passes it Inexplicably out the pitch Fraser Yeah oh, That was a strange one I don't know what he was thinking there As he came inside I think he just Maybe lost his bearings Didn't know what was around him And played a pass He was, he was hopeful that uh, Greg Taylor was there But Taylor was ahead of the ball So it's going out for a throw in But uh, Celtic are actually At their best When Hibs are attacking When If they can take the ball off Hibs and in counter-attack, there's pace there. They've got the direct running of, of the likes of Johnson and Rogic. But once Hibs get back and get men behind the ball, once again, like the first half, they're just finding it difficult to break them down. And that, that's that's a problem. Because I think Ange Postgoglu will be saying to his players, you have to move it quicker. And I think at half-time as well, move it quicker all the time. And if you can do that, then you can expose, you can expose the Hibs back four. And here is the case in point, Hugh. Scott Allen is yeah. going to come on for Hibs. We know that on his day, what yeah. he's capable of. He's just a wonderful player on his day, as you say. He sees the big picture. His passing ability is fantastic. Uh, and, you know, he'd be a, a real worry for Celtic. But here comes another set piece into the box where nobody moves. Yeah, John Yule, it's a fairly deep um, delivery. Good, he slips on his backside. Actually gets enough on the cross. Uh, initially, Carter Vickers does well. There's a few players underneath it, and eventually Celtic do. Uh, come away Yeah better be Celtic There was three or four Loose balls in there And they won them all And managed to get it clear So that was better Defending by the back four um, Not such a great Counter attack though Because Nir Beaton's Giving it away And now it's Hibs Coming back It really is There's an end to end Feel about the second half Good tackle though uh, Juranovic Jamie Murphy Looked to skip past him And the Croatian International Stuck out a leg And now Abada Has got a free kick I wonder who's Going to come, come off For Alan Would it be Josh Campbell Or would it be uh, maybe Jimmy Murphy in the wide area Scott could fit in there but I think he'd be much better just playing as a playing as a 10 playing as a kind of link man where they've got somebody they can pass the ball to oh hold on goal flashes with aspireglasgow.com quick as a flash <laughs> Hibs 1 Celtic 2 and it's that man again it's Kyogo he wasn't Anyone's thought about being in the team this afternoon He was named in the starting 11 He scored twice And Celtic lead this League Cup final by two goals to one He takes the acclaim of the Celtic fans They love him, Hugh Keevans And that is why Well, I said to you, Gordon I came in here today Preparing to tip Hibs <sighs> to win the Cup And then I allowed myself To do, as I described it Fall for Kyogo Furahashi as the game changer and as things stand with 18 minutes of regulation time to play He is undoubtedly the game changer He has scored two terrific goals that no one else at Celtic Park could score So the decision to play Kyogo today thus far looks like an act of genius And Mark you take any goal in a cup final You'll take a tap in, you'll take it off the backside That was a special finish that's <laughs> an incredible finish and I think it's Tom Rogic's quick thinking from that free kick where Abada goes down he doesn't wait for Juranovic to take it Rogic takes it it's a great run from Kyogo and uh, he's still got it all to do I mean Mason perhaps comes off his line a bit too far but the execution of the lob is terrific mm. what a goal what a way to put Celtic ahead Fraser it's yeah. Kind of what Ange Postecoglou <laughs> tries to do That sort of, you know all, all, Don't take your time over free kicks Try and move things quickly Try and, and see things early So that side of it's good But you need to then have the quality to provide the finish So yeah. both parts married up perfectly there Brilliant, and we talked about Rogic earlier Where he was always knocking at the door But nothing was really coming off for him As he does it again 
But just quite thinking back by Rogic, and you, you just can't teach that. It was brilliant to play the ball over the top, and the back three, McGinn, Portis, Hanlon, none of them see the run. They kind of runs off, again in behind Portis and Hanlon, but they're, they're just not ready because Rogic took the free kick so quickly. Brilliant run by Kyogo. I think it marks right that Macy's a wee bit too far off his line, but probably just taken by surprise by the quality of the ball from, from, from Rogic and the fact that it happened so quickly. And a brilliant finish by Kyogo. We all said it, we spoke about him at length before the game. We all fancied Celtic because Kyogo was playing and he's been absolutely terrific. Just at the key moments, that was a brilliant finish, top class. As I say, Prazer, he's the only player yeah. at Celtic Park who could do that. There yeah. isn't another one. Uh, you know, they've had their moments while Kyogo has been out. Anthony Ralston, who just come on, provided one of those moments in Dingwall during the week. Uh, Tom Rogic against Motherwell last Sunday. But no one at Celtic Park can do what Furuhashi has done twice in this game. He's just unique. There's not many players in Scotland can do that. I mean, no. it's just terrific. He times his runs because he's so small and he's so slight. You know, I think sometimes he drifts. You don't see him much in games, but he's always, even just looking at him now, He's in between two defenders looking for the pass. He's always testing defenders, mm. even if he's not getting the ball. He, he just keeps defenders on their toes. And if you switch off, as Hibs have done twice, just switch off for a second. Bang, he's in behind you and he's scoring. Because the, the two goals, never mind the runs, the finishes have been fantastic. Uh, Celtic made a change during all that. Anthony Ralston replaced Greg Taylor. Uh, so you would imagine. Uh, Josip Juranovic goes over to left-back. Anthony Ralston comes in at right-back. Um, they're showing numerous replays on TV And the reason for that will be I guess Hibs feel that the initial free kick Which leads to Kyogo's goal was soft, Fraser I think it was a foul yeah. For me I mean, Paul Hanlon is standing his ground Abada's standing his ground But Hanlon's hand is, is on, on Abada's face So for me, no, no problem with that at all um, Any problems for you, Hugh? No, none, none whatsoever Mark Wilson, make it a full house or not? No, full, full house, Gordon I don't know why they keep showing it Because you can quite clearly see Hanlon's arms across a badass mm. face So no surprise for me that I'd, I'd like to see them both Both the goals again To see whether uh, he's, he's probably not said That's why they're not showing him But Kyogo makes these runs So quickly That he you're, to, the, to, the, to your eye you actually think he must be offside, but he's clearly not. It's just a brilliant run by, by the, the, the Japanese striker. Fair play to Starfelt there. We've given him a caning all afternoon, but that was good defending. But uh, back come Hibs. Uh, offside flag goes up. I don't expect this type of um, understanding. I, I'm just throwing it out there as a, as a suggestion. If Hibs do feel hard done by, mm-hmm. is there room for, okay, but it was a free kick on the halfway line, and you've then got, yeah. you know, it's not... <laughs> Well, I, I get that you know if you're aggrieved, you're aggrieved. But we're not talking a penalty here. We're talking a free kick on the halfway line that you can still then deal with. Yeah, we can go back and examine everything. I mean, the you know the the McGinn push on Taylor is a penalty in the first half. Um, but you know, let's just continue to digest this game because it's now the kind of game you can't take your eyes off. The other one, the first half, you couldn't keep your eyes on it. Uh, I think Mikey, Mikey Johnson, Johnson's gone down there. Yeah, yeah, he just seemed to fall over more than anything. I thought, um, he, tri- I thought he tripped himself up, but he's back yeah, up. But yeah, he was, was kind of signalling as if he was he was carrying an injury. But uh, again, as he's done all day, he was drifting in between defenders, doing well. And uh, I don't think he was going for the foul, but I thought he was putting his hand up as if he was injured. But thankfully not. Uh, Celtic again. It's, it's, it's been like this all afternoon. Really capable of building around the box, and sometimes it breaks down. Not when Kyogo's got involved in the second half on those sort of counter attacks. Um, but still life left in this yet Hugh you have to say uh, If I was at Hamden I certainly would not be leaving the stadium uh, Because this is entirely in the balance um, A game which has been enhanced by the two 
Furuhashi goals and uh, also highlighted the fragile nature of Celtic defensively. So on that basis, either Kyogo gets a hat-trick or the frail Celtic defence take it into extra time. Seeing reruns of the, the Kyogo goal, the second one, Fraser, and because Rogic thinks quickly, so credit to him, but then a bit of criticism for the Hibs back line. Yeah. I think it's Paul Hanlon. He's actually facing his own goal. His back is completely to the play and then he just notices the ball. Dropping over his head I that. think he To be fair I may committed the foul On the halfway line so he's, running he's, back. he's running back But the other two I think McGinn and Portis Have, have, have got to sort of do that and, But you're right You should run back Facing the ball Facing the ball and uh, But the other two Have got to react quicker as well But just, just quick thinking By Rogic Let's give Rogic and Kyogo uh, More credit That was just Very very clever play With them both And Celtic will have Something else to think about Because Corner. Christian Doidge Is going to come on And he is a handful In that number nine role um, I think it's actually been given as a throw-in oh. for Hibs and Lewis Stevenson thought it had gone the other side of the flag um, but it's a throw-in anyway and he's going to have to whip it in from open play as he does quite well um, and I think Evan Nisbet is it that gets on the end of it but Celtic clear away Quite composed uh, Celtic there uh, in clearing the ball double substitution by Hibs um, you know, until such times or until Celtic get a third goal This is still in the balance Yeah Doig I think will come on Probably for Stevenson Try and give that attacking threat Down the left hand side And try and cross Dodge. the ball to Christian Doig Christian Doig he'll, he'll go and stand in the middle I don't see them taking off Nisbet or, or, uh, Unless he's getting tired He's got an injury But uh, maybe Jamie Murphy Maybe a slight change of formation Go with the two up And bring Scott Allen slightly To the left hand side But uh, yeah time, time for Doig to come on And give them that wee bit of threat In the air up front Um Mark Celtic could clearly do with another one It seems like the easiest way for them To, to get this one over and done with Rather than, than absorbing any late Hibs pressure Yeah they could And I don't think it's an Ange Postacoglu style To sit back and absorb pressure And you can see they're still committing bodies forward Quite freely But said I said before the game that David Gray, it's a big afternoon for him. You know, it's one thing being captain, but being manager, making big decisions at big moments. Well, he has to make decisions now to go for this equaliser. Uh, yeah, good cross. Well, no, sorry, a poor cross. A good crossing opportunity from Hibbs, but the cross is too deep and Celtic defend it. Without being too unfair, Mark, if Celtic had James Forrest and Jota and others on the bench, would Leela Bada still be on the pitch? I don't think so. I, I mean, we've hardly seen him. And again, he makes a habit of this. I think... His Celtic career has been good up until now. A young boy coming into a new country, you know, scored plenty of goals. Um, but he just drifts out of games as a winger. So, um, you know, I think we'll get, you know, we'll see more from him in years to come. But uh, Ange Postacoglu will look at his bench at the minute and think, mm, who, <laughs> who can I really turn to here to put on? I think it'll be the mm. guys that are on the pitch that will finish. Mm. Uh, Fraser Wishart knows his stuff He's called that double change Stevenson and Murphy off Doig And Doidge on Adam Moffat <laughs> Adam Moffat is it you? Adam Moffat, <laughs> Moffat. A, I did a Hugh Keevans there By saying the guys that are on the pitch Will be the ones to finish mm. it Just as Moffat gets his tracks at top off Did you hear this Fraser? Mrs yeah. Moffat called the show the other night yeah. Because Hugh was calling Calling him by Owen the wrong name Adam. You know, it's, it's, I called it's, Owen Adam I only did it on one occasion <laughs> Sensitive family <laughs> Hugh it's, it's, in, it's, in, it's in all our heads now It's in your mind I Because I was I writing know. down the team With the substitute And I wrote down Adam Moffat To score out quickly And say, oh, it's Owen It's Owen Moffat <gasps> Look what you've done to us Hugh it's, it's Furuhashi Who's going to come off I think Remember yeah. his name That's yeah. easier to remember uh, Yeah well uh, that, that would always have been In the plan would it not I'm sure 
in a dream world Ange Postacoglu saw his side 3-0 up and Kyogo comes Mikey off after, comes off after an hour um, yeah Mikey Johnson is down as well So I, th- I thought he went down funny Mark earlier on did you see that? yeah yeah, I, I thought he held his hammy earlier yeah. on like you, Fraser. Yeah. Um, so it's a big moment because it, I did think Kyogo was coming off there as well and that would have been part of the plan. Um, but it looks like Mikey Johnson now. He better tell the truth this time. You remember the incident with Neil Lennon? <laughs> yeah. When he didn't own up to how bad the injury was and Neil gave him the traditional farewell as he went off. Uh, Mikey Johnson's going to get booked for taking too long going off the pitch and remember the rule was tweaked a couple of seasons ago so that you can go off at the the nearest point of the pitch if the referee sees fit Um, but Mikey Johnson's just deciding to take the law into his own hands he tried to go off the traditional way I think John Beaton tried to send him the alternative way he's clapping the crowd he'll get a a second yellow in a minute um, off he goes anyway That's the important thing And young Moffat We'll just call him that uh, To save uh, getting the, any the trouble boy, The boy Moffat The boy Moffat replaces Kyogo What a contribution <laughs> Hugh What a contribution Yeah um, Oh Mikey He's going to drop him down He needs to hurry up Yeah I'll be going off I think Coglu said to him Get yourself off We're going to get a red card And uh, Montgomery's going to going to come on But that was a strange one Why not go on Off on the far side And I think John Neal made that point I said John Beaton Scales on now Scales yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a it's a patchwork job for Celtic at the moment, isn't oh. it, Mark? They have to move people around, so I don't know. Does does so skills go to left back? Juranovic moves further up the pitch. I take it. Oh yeah, I would think so. Uh, and you wonder, you know, Kyogo there on the bench, just saying maybe feel something a wee bit. Mikey Johnson the same. So you wonder how much, you know, that takes out of Mikey Johnson and Kyogo playing their part mm-hmm. today. It's a huge call. It's worked so far. Well, if Hibs don't score, that is. And equalise it's worked so far But um, Yeah still a wee bit of work for Celtic yeah. to do here My Japanese isn't great luckily um, Reading body language and, and, and gestures Fraser's the same in every language There is no doubt about it Kyogo pointed to someone on the bench I think Celtic medical staff Pointed to his hamstring And then did the the gesture You would hold up your, your fingers and th- Your finger and your thumb to say A little bit You know a, a little bit of pain I it's, think was the It's always going to be like that But uh, hopefully it's not <clears throat> Not too bad And I think Jim Duffy Spoke about it earlier on About the, the, the fact that It's fatigue Once you get tired That's when you get A wee problem So hopefully it's just a It's just a wee bit of fatigue Chance Celtic Well oh. saved Matt Macy It was Tom Rogic So often the scorer Of big goals for Celtic He almost wrapped up This final um, We've not seen a great deal Is that Abada? Um, Abada Running yeah. forward he's, he's had a quiet afternoon um, He tried to get into the box He was tackled Fell to Rogic Shot saved Corner kick it was a good breakaway there from Celtic. Juranovic has come over to this right, but it was a badder on the left, driving at the Hibs back line. And then Tom Rogic's shot is, is well turned mm. round. I wonder and they could have done with that. Is a badder actually through the middle and Moffat on the left? Juranovic on the right? Actually, is yeah. that, um, it's like I said, it has been a bit of a reshuffle. Um, if you're looking for a big result down south, I don't know why you would take your eyes off this, but Spurs are one up on Liverpool. Mm. Uh, if that's your thing, 14 minutes in. Harry Kane not been. His usual prolific self in the league, but scored this afternoon. Something amusing you at home, Mark Wilson? Oh, well, just watching Anthony Ralston here in the corner, thinking he's going to hold it in there for six minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a big ask. Well, they're doing a Bertie old. We Bertie always took it for a wander to the corner flag at times like this. And, uh, I think you'll find at Hamden these days, it's called the John McGinn. Is it really? He's been given a new name, given the way he, he's been doing it with that big backside recently. Um, but Anthony Ralston trying it rear right mark Maybe a touch early for that As the corner comes in from Juranovic Well headed away by Hibbs 
And um, going to be an interesting end to this one. Well, the longer Celtic keep up that end of the park, the the better they'll feel about it. But uh, every second now counts. Yeah, I mean, Celtic deserve to be to be ahead. I think the fans and Ange Postecoglou would like another goal, just give them that bit of comfort. But uh, as long as Doidge and Nisbet are on the park as well, and Boyle, there's always that one chance that uh, you think Hibs might get but at the moment Celtic playing very well playing comfortably they're playing sensibly they've been space until Vickers runs out of the park until Carter Vickers takes an absolute trampoline touch Mark Wilson and he's out for a throw <laughs> had plenty of them at Hamden in my time see yeah, Fraser yeah, you're, you're all great. you're all falling into my trap now you've all opened your mouths too quickly <laughs> yeah, it's not the first time you no 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 uh, we are nearly there 86 we will have a few minutes added on as always at the end of matches there have been a few changes no no Look at this now stoppage. Look at this um, Well to be fair Go on then Credit where it's due Starfield does deal with it And draws the foul Eventually <laughs> oh, Come on Give yourself <laughs> Just praise him for one second Where it's due He's got neat hair He does have neat hair I'd have to agree with you uh, On that one Christian Dodge Felt hard done by Any complaints from you Fraser? No it was a foul But it was a dangerous moment For, for Celtic It was just lifted over the, the top of Carter Vickers And she was just talking there You could just see Dodge Lurking behind Starfield Waiting for any mistake But uh, no it was a free It was a foul Starfield did well Yeah Joe Hart's just going to Take his time as well As you would expect And then just launch The free kick forward Yeah it's funny I was told the other week there That Joe Hart You know they, they tend To make him play short All the time And don't like him Playing long at all But when you're three minutes Left in a cup final I think that may go out the window you know, It's all about just getting over the line In these three minutes Certainly looked like it. I had your your um, insight ringing in my ears You told me that story And I thought where's he going with this But uh, yeah maybe the rules go out the window A bit at this stage of a cup final Fraser Yeah but you don't see Hibs scoring You know threatening Joe Hart's goal at the moment Ever, ever since that second goal for Celtic I don't think Hibs have really Really been up, up there at all And certainly recently Last five ten minutes, Celtic very comfortable. Cal McGregor just getting on the ball and just keeping it, knocking it into areas where Hibs have got to defend it, and that's the, that's the sensible approach. But you just wonder, have Hibs got it in them to create that one chance? Well, it's lovely from Hibs to get out of a, a tight squeeze in the corner. Martin Boyle eventually runs into Liam Scales, and Hibs will have to regroup and go again. But whilst you've got someone with his pace on the pitch, you and whilst you've got Doidge's physical presence and Nisbet's finishing ability you have to believe that you can make something happen absolutely and you, you know that the Celtic rear guard will help you out um, so they're also still st- in there also stuck Ryan Portis is now playing centre forward so it's not going to be pretty by Hibs they're just going to knock it in there and put real pressure oh, on the Celtic rear guard a- and it's, oh off the post. Oh. And it's over the bar and I'll tell you what I think, I think there's was a penalty a, yeah, claim a penalty there. claim yeah. from Hibs in the midst of it big time um, looked like a push from Carlos Starfelt But we haven't seen it back As the ball's lobbed over the top So the initial header um, There it is, is it's, a, it's a penalty all day long um, Starfelt oh, it's a oh, What a chance yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a it's an absolute sitter from, from Hibs isn't it Watch this yeah. It's a mark Yeah if, listen If Greg Taylor's won The mm. first half's a penalty Then that one's a penalty as well But uh, Forget that I mean is it Hanlon or is it Portis that should Hanlon. just Hanlon right should just put his, his laces through that and put that into the net from about 
seven yards out. What an opportunity for Hibs. And before that, Nisbet's hit the post. Mm. A header, I think. I think it was Scales came in just to put a wee bit of pressure on him. But Nisbet's hit the post. Goalkeeper standing, he's beaten. Hits the post, comes back out, and you're right. Uh, if that falls to his left foot, I think that's a goal. And uh, felt he's right. And what a chance he had. Never mind the penalty. That should have been two. The sirens are wailing now. The bugles are blaring. It's at all or nothing. Celtic have to hold out We don't know how much time has been added on yet uh, But we've used up the regulation time uh, But Celtic now defending for their lives at the back there Because Hibs know this is the last chance saloon Yeah, two good headers that time from Carl Starfelt And eventually when the ball goes back through Joe Hart lets it run through him Out for a goal kick And uh, just trying to manage the game as they say Got to say they're just... They are Celtic have to take credit for their line pushing up so much there because when Hibs get the ball in the halfway line it's easy to fall back on top of your goalkeeper and invite pressure on but they're so high that the eventual ball just runs through and it takes the pressure off They always talk about how can referees miss that I mean the, the, the push from Starfield five minutes added on this will be agony for the Celtic supporters absolute agony uh, because they are under sustained pressure now and they're not really handling it They're getting away with it uh, Good interception by the young boy Moffat He wins a free kick And uh, Celtic will have a bit of rest bites You just wonder Fraser if that's Hibs chance gone Because yeah. they haven't created a great deal uh, They had the, the Nisbet one earlier on The save from Joe Hart And uh, off the post that yeah. time Will they get another one? I, I, I don't see it I think uh, now Celtic have got a free kick And what a day for, for young Owen Moffat and, and his family okay, in the Cup final no, it's like when you pick up a winner's medal Does well to win the free kick And Celtic have got it now And Cal McGregor just knocks it over Down into the corner for Abada And this is where Celtic will keep it And Hibs will get frustrated And will get kicked out for a Celtic throw in And then they'll keep it here again I don't think there's another chance in the game I think that was it for Hibs um, Two chances Nisbet hits the post And then Hanlon My goodness He scored one already The Hibs skipper What a chance with his right foot Just hit the target as a goal Get your foot through it Doesn't matter how, how, how you hit it Just get your foot through it Hit the target as a goal yeah, Celtic are, as Fraser predicted, keeping the ball in the corner. Hibbs doing a not bad job of getting it back, although analysing these passages of play is not very easy because you've seen it all before. It's just, it's just scrappy. So People are just throwing boots around and and Joe, hoping for the John best. John just launched one from there from his own corner flag and it's, it's just all over the place now. Portis up front, Hanlon was creeping up there as well. Joe Newell's taking it oh, back. Oh, and chance. Celtic are through and it's oh, off the post oh. for Celtic. The offside flag was up, I think, against Leila Bada though. Um, I was waiting on it going up and it did. Almost a chance to, well, it was a chance to, to put it out of sight. Wouldn't have stood, I don't think. Uh, and Doig just gets Hibs Away as quick as he can this, just, oh, oh, ball. And almost got robbed by Tom Rogic um, It's lively Hugh with the, set, yeah. the second half's been great This is the way cup finals should end uh, It's just Incredible nail biting stuff uh, Hibs know that there's a vulnerability At the back If they can just get the ball into that penalty box There's still two and a half minutes of the game to go So never mind Modern day football just give it a big hard kick Hanlon and Portis and Doidge All up through the middle as well <laughs> They just need to get closer to But Celtic are defending well They are just clearing the ball well They're heading it well But there's, there's going to be one or two long balls Going to be launched on top of these back Yeah backers. Liam Scales headers it well this time As, as Fraser says They're dealing with it at the moment um, and Scales has done well On several occasions there actually Gordon when it's came on yep. top of him Because it's not easy coming off the bench This late stage in the game 
Uh, and that's a waste from yeah. Josh Doig on the left. He tries to whip it in. It does nothing but hits the side netting of Joe Hart's goal. And that means it's going to be a goal kick one, which the Celtic keeper will be in absolutely no rush to take. No, he's, uh, he's, he's kidding on his shouting his back four. Experienced player there. Kidding on his, he's upset with them just to take more time. It's now been almost 20 seconds since he had the ball. He'll launch this as long as he possibly can. So, or by that down. Juranovic. Is it Juranovic? Yeah, yeah, I think it's Juranovic. Yeah, it's Juranovic. Uh, he's down as well. Celtic's injury list is already looking startling. I'm sure they won't want to add him to it. Maybe it's just a bit of fatigue at the end of the game. or um, Well, it's hard to say. Um, but it's going to add more time uh, to this Celtic defensive job that has to be done. He's... He's okay. The, the physio has given the sign to Ansborster Cogler that he's okay. Uh, so the tension rises. The clock shows us that we have 50 seconds left, but there'll be more than that to play. Yeah, the thumbs up from the Celtic medical staff. Uh, man of the match on the television coverage goes to Kyogo. If he's the man <laughs> that gets the two goals in a cup final win, then yeah. it'd be tough to argue with that. Great goals. Great goals. I mean, he, he makes those runs Cal McGregor for the first and Rogic quick thinking for the second really great passes as well but Kyogo makes it by brilliant runs in behind one, the first one was one touch finish second one was just uh, and then finish sorry the second one was just without even controlling it just lobbed it over the goalkeeper brilliant finishes and that's what he brings to this team and Hugh I think spot on all day he's the only person that Celtic that can do that it's fantastic play um, Matt Macy not getting as much on the clearance as he would have liked Hibs looked like they would get away with it until Celtic Win possession back And there are three Celtic players Chasing that ball Through to Matt Macy And now they to chase it To the other end You said it earlier on Mark they, they, they do not sit back It's incredible I mean at this late stage In a cup final you, you think any team Would be sitting back Just holding on For the last minute But they're pushing people forward But they need to get back now Like you said See out this last minute Hibs can't Hibs can't get into a good area Mark They're just playing straight yeah. balls Down the middle they, they can't get it wide Even to Doig Or to to, to boil to get a better angle on the cross it's just long oh, 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 oh. and here we go last chance for Hibs they are into the box it was a long ball Great there's chance. a shooting chance Joe Newell saved by Joe Hart is bouncing oh. around and it will be cleared That's by it. Celtic good save yeah. from the Celtic keeper probably one he would expect to make Fraser but yeah. he had to be there yeah. and he had to pull off the stop give him credit it was really just a long ball over the top and Celtic were caught again um, and Portis just held up laid into the path and Newell struck it really really well uh, a good good block mm. but it came out into a dangerous area and Portis the wee half chance again they're just falling to the centre half these chances we've played, 90, we've played 96 minutes you, are we playing until Hibs score? <laughs> <laughs> it's been the good, week good. it's been the week for that type of question I'm assuming it is just as you said we're just following the way it should be yeah. because Juranovic was down during the five minutes so it should have been more than five and it is we're over 96 now 96 and a half approaching and uh, I think that will be that once Callum McGregor launches this free kick I imagine John Beaton uh, will blow the full-time whistle into the corner and indeed yes, he does. He the full-time whistle goes at hand in. Let's speak to Jim Duffy and Andrew McLean. Hibernian 1 heads to the full-time score at hand in. Ange Postacoglu wins his first trophy as Celtic manager and it's Kyogo Furuhashi who's the hero after coming back from injury to bag two goals. There wasn't much action in the first half really. The first goal mouth action came when David Turnbull's deflected strike bounced just wide. Greg Taylor tested Matt Macy from distance. 
and Carl Starfelt had a great headed chance that he got all wrong and put wide Celtic dominating the ball but it was a half that won't live long in the memory David Turnbull was also forced off with a hamstring injury the game then sparked into life in the second half Kyogo was put through for an early chance with Paul Hanlon making a good block and it was Hanlon that got the opening goal up the other end poor defending from Celtic at a corner gave him a free header at the back post Celtic tried their best to stop it going across the line but they couldn't and on the 50th minute the Hibs support went wild that was short lived though almost straight from kickoff. Callum McGregor played a ball over the Hibs defence Kyogo took it down really well on the turn and found the back of the net defenders claiming for offside but the flag stayed down and the game went level Carl Starfelt had another good headed chance that he put wide before Kevin Nisbet gave him some trouble at the other end he turned him inside out before forcing Joe Hart into a good save the game really could have swung in either direction at that point but some smart thinking from Tom Rogic meant it went in Celtic's favour he took a quick free kick over the Hibs defence Kyogo ran in behind and what a finish it was lobbing Matt Macy who was off his line to complete the turnaround Hibbs made the changes to try and get back into it and so nearly did Kevin Nisbet headed off the post the ball came back out to Paul Hanlon and he couldn't keep his shot down and then right at the death Joe Hart saved from Joe Newell as Hibbs threw their final efforts at it but Kyogo is the hero at Hamden Celtic are the League Cup winners the full time score here Hibernian 1, Celtic 2 Jim Duffy alongside me Kyogo was the story in the lead up to the game he went straight into the starting lineup, and what an impact he had. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a high risk, we thought, uh, before the game. You know, how fit was he? But, listen, he showed his quality, his sharpness, his alertness, and ultimately his composure in the key moments in the game. Two moments of brilliance from Kyogo. You know, the first one, as you say, you know, on the shoulder, we, we're not sure for, from up here whether it was a fraction onside, a fraction offside, but nevertheless, he showed great composure and calmly placed it into the near post past Matt Macy and his second goal is just he's so switched on so alert with Tom Rogic quick free kick he's the first guy to react to it Hibs will be bitterly disappointed two fantastic finishes but it's strange because in the first half you know we're kind of criticising him have been very deep and sitting with Celtic in front of him and the two goals they lost were both too high and switching off and allowing Celtic in behind them so they obviously not followed the game plan or they've lost concentration Listen, once they've scored, they needed five minutes to settle into the game. I don't think they get 50 seconds. But uh, over the piece, Celtic thoroughly deserved to win. They were the team who were really on the front foot for most of the game. The latter stages, Hibs threw everything at it. Obviously, as you would expect, the four strikers on the pitch. Celtic held out, got the post, hit the post, Hibs, and a good save in the very dying seconds from Ryan Portis, from Joe Hart. But overall, I think Celtic deserved to win. And as Ponsacoglu uh, gets his first trophy as a Celtic manager, the Celtic fans love him. They'll be hoping it's the first of many. Yeah, the stage now being set up on the Hamden pitch for Ange Postacoglu and his players to lift the first trophy of his era at the club. The full-time score at Hamden with Celtic winning the League Cup is Hibernian 1, Celtic 2. Hugh Evans, we said before the game this was a hugely significant day for Ange Postacoglu. Can he get his hands on a Celtic trophy for the first time? And he's done that. Everyone needs tangible proof that what they are doing is the right thing. Ange Postacoglu inherited a mess and has quickly cleared up the mess not entirely there are many things still to be done and he knows that and January will be a big month for him but he made the big call today he brought on Kyogo Furuhashi now swathed in the flag of Japan and he was the game changer I said to you at the start I came here today to tip Hibs for the cup and then Kyogo was playing and I changed my mind because 
I believed he would be the game changer and he has been and he has been sensational and we got half a final the first 45 minutes were hopeless but the 45 minutes we did get were almost the equal of two cup finals because the chances that Hibs had at 2-1 were amazing and they cannot think of themselves as being unlucky because they had the chance even to take it to extra time and they failed to take those chances and now to Ange Postacoglu the honours Mark Wilson what about that Ange Postacoglu we know what he inherited in the summer uh, we knew it was going to be a big rebuild and, and, and there are various new faces Kyogo's one of them and he along with his teammates have combined to give the manager a first piece of silverware yeah, he's made a terrific contribution in his six months so far. And Hugh's right, you know, the, the first chance you get adding silverware to the cabinet is, is hugely important and you must take it when you're at a big club like Celtic. And he has today, and Celtic deserved to win today. The style of play, particularly the second 45, was was what the Celtic fans have came used to seeing and what Ange Postacoglu promised when he first arrived in Scotland and yep, he inherited a mess when he came to Celtic, he quickly straightened it out and I agree with you, there are still improvements to be made but when you go six months, you can see things getting pieced together nicely for the future and then winning the first trophy on the 19th of December at all points to things going in the right way for Celtic um, so I think he'll be immensely pleased he got the big decisions right today taking Kyogo aside and, and, and probably having a word with him and asking if he was fit enough to play and of course the player's always going to say yes but he has to look at the big picture he chose to take the risk today and it paid off with Kyogo putting in the kind of performance we're used to seeing from the, the young man nowadays Guys, it's guys like Kyogo that just make the difference between like a Hibs and a Celtic, Hibs are full of really good players and a good team but when it comes to you know Hibs go one up and Celtic respond immediately and it's just it's brilliant by, by Kyogo he's touching he's finishing he's, he's pace and, and that's what we said at the start of the game he would be the difference between Hibs and, and Celtic and Ange Postacoglu I think maybe Hugh was saying there you know, he's, he's got to show something have something to show for what he's doing he came in in a really terrible situation now usually for a manager you're, you're, sometimes you're not it's not too bad if you if you, if you have it to a, a clean sheet, uh, slate but he had to move quickly at Celtic he's done it and he's built a good squad Celtic are about to get their hands on the League Cup trophy we will do that next and we'll take your calls what did you make of that 0141 951 1025 call us right now after the action it's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Let's go straight back to Hamden and find out what's happening with Andrew McLean Yeah good timing because Cal McGregor has picked up the trophy he's walking to the middle of the podium and he is just about to lift the League Cup trophy you can hear the cheer around me from Celtic supporters Celtic win the League Cup with a 2-1 victory over Hibernian the first trophy of the Ange Postacoglu era at Celtic and of course a significant moment for Callum McGregor as well because he's been the understudy really to Scott Brown over the last few years and Scott Brown's been the captain he now has the armband on he's the one lifting the trophy and Jim Duffy it is a big big moment for Celtic because this is a new era and this is the first trophy of it yeah I mean it's a huge moment for Ange Postecoglou and for Callum McGregor as well his first trophy is the official Celtic captain I know he stepped in a few times uh, when Scott Brown was unavailable but for him 
he's been at Celtic such a long time. We're talking earlier on about the amount of games players played. I mean, he's one of the guys that plays more games than anyone and such an inspirational character. Um, a different type of leader. But uh, again, for him, it's a proud moment for him to get his first trophies as Celtic captain. And again, Ange Postacoglu vindicating the way he wants to take Celtic the direction he wants to take them. Yeah, shoes right. There are still get, um, issues of getting that balance right playing against the top teams in Europe and defensively. But today's a day for celebration. Celebrate with the Celtic fans. Again, we don't know how often that will be the case over the next coming weeks. But for today, the first cup final, the first victory. And uh, as I say, it's a day of celebration. The Celtic fans are absolutely thrilled. And I, I think it's great they can manage to get last Christmas with Costa Coglu in the, in the verses. Must be hard to... Whoever's come up with that one deserves an award themselves. Yeah, there's green and white confetti <laughs> across the pitch as well. Good for the SPFL, actually, because no matter who won the trophy, they could have used the same confetti, saved a bit of money there. But the players now doing a lap of the Hamden pitch in front of the supporters, taking turns to lift the trophy. But the one man that stands out for you there, Jim, is Kyogo Furuhashi, draped in his Japan flag, because he's had a significant impact on this Celtic team since he came in in the summer. We didn't know whether he was going to play today. came in from the start, and he did exactly what the Celtic fans would have expected him to do because of his form this season. Yeah, I think he's been great for Scottish football. One, the first thing was Ange Postacoglu came in. I think, I think it was uh, Mark or Fraser was saying, no one knew anything about him, everyone was Googling him. What, what about this guy? And again, to me, a breath of fresh air. Somebody like him coming from a different continent, bringing a different style of football, bringing a, a freshness and energy to Celtic when they desperately need it. And then again, Kyogo Furuhashi coming in from Japan, people thinking, oh, will he be able to adapt to Scottish football? How will he deal with the, the, the conditions, the, the weather, the, the culture, everything? He's taken to it absolutely perfectly. You know, he's been, again, a revelation. He's, he's been tremendous. Uh, he plays with a smile on his face. Uh, he scores terrific goals. He works so hard from the front. You see him chasing back today. And uh, Celtic fans absolutely adore him. Again, a new fan's favourite. You always think when one favourite leaves, you know, how do you fill that void? Well, Kyogi Furuhashi's definitely filled that. You can see that today as they celebrate in front of the Celtic fans. Yeah, he just lifted the trophy there in front of the Celtic supporters and it was one of the biggest cheers we've heard all day. Ange Postacoglu there as well. The staff are, are watching on. What will this do for Ange Postacoglu? It's his first opportunity to win a trophy at Celtic. He's already won over the supporters here. They absolutely love him. But what will this do just to, to elevate, to accelerate what Ange Postacoglu is trying to do? I think, as I said, it vindicates what he's trying to do. Yeah, he knows there's still a lot of work. We're talking about the squad depth. He looks as like if he's going to bring in another three or four players in January. And that gives him a chance to give one or two of my breather. The, the one negative side, the, the, the other hamstring injury again to David Turnbull. And that's been the case for a few of the players. And I think that's because the way he wants to play, the intensity he wants to play, the demands he puts in players, he can't quite drop and change the way he would like to. But get another three or four players in, I think it gives the fans a belief that the guy knows what he's doing, which he obviously does. It gives the directors and the, the people who hold the purse strings the belief that his recruitment is better than the last recruitment, that's for sure. And I think, I think as I said, again, the fans are buying into that. But more importantly, the players are buying into it. They love playing that style of football. And when you're winning trophies, I say that totally vindicates it for the manager. So, listen, a terrific day for Celtic. And once again, as you play, you'll never walk alone. The, the scarves go up. And again, what a, a phenomenal atmosphere there is. And that's what we missed uh, over the last couple of years, Andrew, in the Cup Finals, this type of atmosphere. Yeah, well, the celebrations will continue here well into the night. Celtics are the League Cup winners, the first trophy of the Ange Postacoglu era.
Come on then over to you lot on the phones 01419511025 You've heard the build up You've watched the match And now we need to hear your opinions on it Celtic fans how pleased are you This evening how significant is it To see Ange Postacoglu lift the first trophy For Celtic How significant to see it inspired by Kyogo Your new fans favourite What about the game itself What about the performance Who was good Who was bad Who was somewhere in the middle What about you Hibs fans You came pretty close You had Celtic rattled On a couple of occasions And any interested neutral observers I'm sure you would like to pick up the phone As well So let's hear from you right now We're on air until 6 o'clock But we need you to get in touch 0141 951 1025 Hugh Keevans How would you sum it up At this stage Incredible excitement uh, Controversy Everything that should be Part of A cup final In this country uh, Celtic should have had A penalty In the first half When uh, Paul McGinn uh, Shoved um, I'm trying to Which Celtic Greg it was Taylor. Greg Taylor And in the second half uh, Carl Staffelt Should have conceded A penalty uh, Awarded to Hibbs when he put both hands into the Hibs player's back and he went down. Those are the moments of controversy. The moments of drama came when Hibs hit the post uh, and then missed a sitter, the ball flying over the bar. Uh, you wondered if Celtic could possibly hold on, but they dug deep, dug deep, and Liam Scales came on and played his part, as did Tony Ralston. And it's good for him because he's been one of the stories of the season for Celtic to be there. As is Callum McGregor, as Jim Duffy rightly said, to succeed Scott Brown, a man who won a quadruple treble as Celtic captain, those are mighty big shoes to fill. And now Callum McGregor can say, yes, I too won a trophy with Celtic as captain. So from Ange Postacoglu to that first piece of silverware, to Callum McGregor, to Kyogo Furuhashi, it's been an unbelievable second half Tremendous excitement And in the end The team who took their chances Won the cup And that's the way it normally works Mark Wilson You can see what it means to these players Because they were either Here last season And got battered And got criticised from everyone Or They were brought in as a result of that And, and asked to, to bring this club That had been used to winning trophies in recent seasons Back to that So whatever side of that fence the players fall on You can see how much it means to them yeah, it's an interesting mix that Celtic have got now because for Cal McGregor and Tom Rogic and Nier Beaton, this sort of became second nature to them for a number of years. But then they had the pain of last year uh, and how poor that was and not being in Hamden and, and seeing other teams uh, go there and win trophies and, and take the flack for that, and rightly so. So you can see how much it means to them winning that cup back. And for the new guys, I mean, you, you see Kyogo there getting his picture taken with the cup and he just looks absolutely delighted to be there. You know, Abada and Ralston and Juranovic, all new to these guys as well. Ange Postacoglu, you've seen him lifting the trophy in front of the Celtic fans. Uh, a new experience for him in Glasgow. So, you know, it's, it may only be the League Cup, um, but six months in, an incredible amount of work has went into this Celtic side from Ange Postacoglu to get them to this stage, to compete in finals at Hamden and to win it, and it'll give them a taste for more. Right, come on then, how are you feeling after that, Celtic fans? 0141 let's hear from you right now. Sav is a Celtic fan, first up from Parkhead. How pleasing was that this afternoon, Sav? Oh God, then it was murder the first half, but the <laughs> second half, what a brilliant game of football the second half was. 
Yeah, why, why, why was it so murder? What do you think went into that? Well, the first half? Yes. It wasn't a very good first half with the two teams. But that second half is always something else, the second half. What about the achievement overall? You're right, I think as a football game, it took a, a good bit of time to get going. Now that it's done and Celtic have achieved that League Cup success, how does that make you feel? Oh, I'm very, very proud of Big Ange. He's only in, he's only in six months and what a job he's done. Unbelievable job in six months. Yeah, I mean, Hugh Evans, managers will always say, oh, it's not all about me. And I mean, of course it's not. He's not He's not on the pitch and he's not playing. But but, but so much of this was and, and is about Ange Postacoglu because he's the guy who was charged with fixing that mess from last season. And we all know what happened was he the first choice? Probably well, not And all the rest of it So so much of it was about him He came into a club that was in chaos The season had been awful Unremittingly awful for Celtic And then there was the controversy over a chief executive Who came in, Dominic Mackay And lasted days Not even months, days And was gone And all the while Ange Postacoglu was working, building, brought in Kyogo, uh, had belief in him. Celtic trusted their manager to bring in someone that he knew from his time in Japan. And the rebuilding work started. It had bumps along the way. He made the wrong decision to play Kyogo out wide at Ibrox and he lost to Rangers. He made the wrong decision to let Giacomacus take a penalty kick against Livingston that should have won Celtic three points and he missed it. And he should have let Juranovic take that penalty kick. But his performances in Europe, bear in mind that in their Europa League group, Celtic only finished uh, one point behind Real Betis. Uh, You wouldn't have got a bet on that at the start of the season. And now he has that first piece of silverware. And that is vitally important for him because it shows that improvement has been made. It shows that the mess has partially been cleaned up and it's a big day for Ange Postacoglu Big day for the fans who believe in him And he now has to go on And address the league Beginning with St Mirren On Wednesday night Assuming the game takes place And of course leading up to the 2nd of January When Celtic in front of no one but their own Celtic support Play Rangers at Celtic Park The work has to go on And it will go on with more injury problems. David Turnbull looks highly unlikely to me uh, to be part of anything before the midwinter break on the 3rd of January. But today, you have to take a moment in isolation. Ange Postacoglu, new to Glasgow, new to Scotland, new to the UK, has got the first trophy of the season. In July, when he lost to Hearts at Tynecastle, you wouldn't have thought that this moment would happen. Uh, and Sav, what about Kyogo? What do you make of him? Oh, unbelievable, Gordon. Unbelievable. What a player that boy is. What an absolute joy to watch him play football. Did you think he would make it today? Did you expect him to play? Or was that a surprise for you? No, it was a very surprise. Yes, I couldn't believe it when I, I saw him in the team sheet. It, it wasn't that. It was actually... My point was about uh, Martin Boyle Hibbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Celtic should sign this boy up right now, by the way. What a player that boy is. 
Well, listen, you can you can do a bit of scouting at any time for your team. The cup final might be one of them. I mean, the, the, the strange thing about Martin Boyle, he probably has had better games than this one. Yeah, it wasn't his best game, and and uh, there's always links with with Martin Boyle and Celtic when Neil Lennon was there as well. I think that ship's probably sailed now. They're strong in the wide areas. They've, they've signed the players that they. They, they they want, but uh, you know, I think he was talking about it there. You, you think about the Celtic supporters who became so used to success, quadruple trebles, the whole lot, and I think fully expected last year to go on and make it ten in a row, and they had to watch from their houses as the wheels came off for various reasons, culminating for me in Dubai and all the stuff around there, and it was just a disaster for for them. And back they come. And it's been said before, Ange Postacoglu takes over a, a team with a very, very bare squad and uh, he has managed this team superbly. And there are signs that the players are getting tired and uh, he's got a real base now to build on because it's a, it's a good good first 11 and a few more, but he needs uh, he needs help in the next transfer window. And he'll get four or five players in and what, a, what an end to the season we're going to get because Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will get the same. And we're going to have a fantastic title race as well. But uh, you can see from the smiles in the face of Postacoglu, Furuhashi. For me, for Scottish football, I think it's just brilliant. We don't dismiss our, our third trophy like they do in some other countries. And fair dues to, to, to all, all those concerned. And to see the joy in the faces of, of the Celtic players from all different countries and Postacoglu, I think for me, makes me feel good about Scottish football. We're in for a brilliant end to the season. It's been great so far. But what are next next four or five months we've got? Come on then, what did you make of it on the phones? 01419511025 Whatever your opinion is after that game We want to hear it So give us a call right now And we could be speaking to you next The games are over The talking begins 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Keevans, Fraser Wishart, Mark Wilson are here Well, Mark's in his house But he's, he's kind of here uh, Jim Duffy is out at Hamden Andrew McLean will be away Trying to get the thoughts of Ange Postacoglu and David Gray So hopefully we hear from them very soon In the meantime, let's go back to the phones Bring in David in Livingston As a Celtic fan, David How would you sum up your emotions today? Oh, it's absolutely brilliant, Gordon, you know what I mean um, First first trophy under Ange Hopefully hopefully the first day many Feels like an eternity for the last time we, we won a trophy But uh, absolutely brilliant over the moon Is that what feels... Extra special about it then You know you, Straight away In your one sentence You've summed it up great But you've said You know It feels like a long time Without a trophy D- Is this because of how much Last season stung Is that why today feels Feels good The, the thing is The thing is Gordon Right When 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 you're a Celtic supporter I mean listen A Rangers supporter as well the, the, the size of the clubs you, you don't want a trophy in a year And You know it's It, it, it does It does feel like that I don't know Disrespect to the smaller clubs You know but that, that, that's just how it feels And it's, it's just brilliant Especially You know as I say New manager First first chance He won in silverware Lifts it Brilliant Yeah Mark Wilson The context is important You can always spin it anyway Because at one point Celtic were winning everything And then it was about Making history And you're adding to that um, But this is just different Because once you've gone from that It's taken away from you It feels like a shock You're keen to get back there quickly And that's what They managed to do yeah, I mean, I've been at the club when we went through a trophyless season and, you know, <laughs> you quite quickly hear about it and you quite quickly feel it. So for those players that were used to winning things, you know, McGregor and, and Rogic and, and things, it stings a wee bit more when you go a season in such a significant season at that as last year was. I know there wasn't any fans there, um, but it was still such a huge season and such a huge disappointment and they quite rightly got the flack for that. 
So I wonder if Callum McGregor and Tom Rogic and, and, and Beaton, the guys that were there before, really believed when Ange Postacoglu came in that it would only be six months before they were back at Hamden, you know, celebrating on the podium with a trophy so soon. You know, they probably believe in their ability, but the job that was in hand, even the players must have thought that would be a far stretch to, to put things into practice that quickly. It'd be a far stretch to be where they are just now. So... Today, like you say, is a tangible sign that Ange Postacoglu is doing the right things and the players are buying into what he wants from them and it can only prove good for going forward for the Celtic fans. I'm not sure anytime soon, David, we can overlook Kyogo. He has to be the next guy that you ask about because not only does he score the two goals that wins the cup, he does it against the backdrop of most people expecting him to miss the game today. How would you sum up his contribution? Listen, I, I, Kyogo's Kyogo. Do you know, do you know what I mean, Gordon? He, he, he's brilliant. The, the wee man's brilliant. The wee man for Japan. You know, taking over for obviously well, his, his predecessor Nakamura, different positions, but absolute brilliant. I mean, that second goal that was Henrik Larsson esque. You know what I mean? That that's that, that's goals that, that win you cup finals, Gordon. You know, but see, I want to pick up on Mark, Mark, Mark mentioned a couple of players there. Um, one of them beat on. I, I, I think. Uh, I think. I think Big Beaton doesn't get doesn't get enough you know credit. Um, I, I thought I thought he was brilliant today. I mean, listen, he, he's going to be in the shadows, you know, as I was saying to your your, your producer there. Um, when you've got guys like Kyogo coming on, scoring a brace and that 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 sort of second goal, that that chip. I, I thought Beaton broke broke the play up brilliant brilliantly today. I thought his passing was good. I thought he was quick to react, and uh, he's, he's sort of one of the players, you know. He's always. Feels like he's been in and about Celtic for an eternity But I think he's done a brilliant job today What did you make of that Jim Duffy? It was obviously a disrupted day for Celtic's midfield Yeah I mean I, I think Beton did well When he came on no, no issues with it And I think he is a, a, a kind of good squad player I just think over the piece If you look over the last five years I, th- I don't think he's he's really gra- grabbed too many games With the scruff of the net But today If you're just taking today in isolation I think he did, he did well Considering the fact that Turnbull had to come off um, you know, and, and Celtic didn't have too many other options. Uh, you know, to to to, to change that area. Uh, McGregor made a, a a slight shift to the left, which he played a lot of his career anyway. So that's not a big difference. But uh, yeah, overall, Beaton done okay. But Kyogo was de- definitely a difference. You know, we all said it before the game. I think Hugh had changed his his, his um, opinion on who would even win the game depending on him, and that, and that just shows you how important. But it also shows you how fragile Celtic are in that area. If he isn't playing today, and it looks as if he came off with fatigue, he was kind of pointing to his hamstring a little bit, so it would be unlikely he'd play on Wednesday, perhaps against uh, St Myrne, but uh, you know, again, they, they have to find uh, an alternative to him, because they can't keep asking, in, in the way Ange Postecoglou plays, the demands of pressing and working as hard as he does, and also have the quality that he has, as, as David said, his, his second goal. I mean, his first goal was, was real composure, but his second goal was so switched on, so electric, and then just have the composure and awareness. I mean, Matt Macy's about six foot six, and he just absolutely lofted over him nonchalantly. And in a cup final, it's that, those moments of quality that won you the game. Yeah, I mean, David, take me through the, the journey, if you like. How worried were you when Hibs opened the scoring? I listen you. Gordon, you, you always worry a wee bit, you know what I mean? You go down the first goal, but the, the, the players we've got, and once I've seen that, obviously that, that starting team, you know, you're like, well, that's a team that's that, that should be winning the game, and I didn't expect it to come that quick, you know, but yeah, your heart skips a beat, but you don't lose hope, if you know what I mean. Um, 
you, you know what the what what these guys are capable. Of, you know what I mean. But um, ah, it was it, it's brilliant. It was just to see that you know see that trophy under the hands uh, tenure get for the first one get lifted. Absolutely brilliant. Can I just say mm-hmm. um, as well uh, to to Mark, Mark listen, I, I used to I used to watch it at Parkhead, Mark. Oh, no. Good few good few years ago. Now I, I, I thought you were a great wee player, Mark. I I, I was want to thank you for your services for the club. You know what I mean? Oh, Uncle David Thanks, on there. David. Uncle David on to stick stick up for you. Thank Shameless. you very much, David. No, a player, David. Thanks. Do, do you know what? To be fair, I don't. I'll let you off with it since you're <laughs> stuck at home uh, listening to us. Fair uh, enough. Wasn't bad. Uh, bad. David and Livingston, thank you. It was nice to speak to you. To underline David's point, Celtic win a quadruple treble. 12 trophies in a row To my way of thinking It will never be done again And then They go from 12 trophies in a row To a season in which They watch Two other clubs Win the three trophies St Johnston win two trophies Celtic win none Rangers stop 10 in a row And three trophies have gone And then up comes this League Cup Now to not win four trophies on a row, having gone from 12 wins in a row, would have been quite something. And that's what makes it such a big deal for Ange Postacoglu. And all sorts of cameo roles today. Liam Scales, come on, did his bit. Owen Moffat came on today <laughs> and did his bit. Tony Ralston got the reward for having a magnificent first half of the season. And so... Celtic today got work and endeavour and heart from everyone. They rode their luck at times. I'm looking at replays of that header that strikes Joe Hart's right-hand post and then him sky the rebound over the bar. So they rode their luck and Hibs might have had a penalty courtesy of Carl Starfelt, but they rode their luck and it finished like cup finals should do everyone on the edge of their seat. And in the end, the right team won, I think. Yeah, I mean, on a day like this, Jim, you, you flop between the, the, the big picture, the achievement, what it means, the significance, and then the football match itself, uh, the 90 minutes. If we quickly address some of the sort of main controversies or, or talking points, first half, should Greg Taylor have had a penalty? Yeah, I think it probably was a penalty. Yeah, I mean, I think, he, I, again, as I said, I don't think, that he, he does catch him in, in the, uh, the the heel as he's running. I don't think that's a little bit, so I don't, but he does put two hands in his back and I think when you're running at pace, somebody just g- gives you a little push, then he puts you off balance and yeah, I think that could have been mm. a penalty. And then later on, as Hibs are chasing things, should... Carl Starfeld have been penalised for a push on Ryan Portis. Similar, again, you know, when you got there, I think it always looks a little bit different when it's a bigger guy, strangely enough, you know, Greg Taylor's small and, you know, he's kind of leaning forward, but because it's Portis and he's kind of a bit bigger and a bit more um, physical, it maybe doesn't look quite as bad, but yeah, listen, when you put your hands on the back, there's always a risk of that, but as you said there, you know, for, from my first half, we had nothing to talk about, and you know, very, very little. In the second half, there was there was fantastic goals, there was goal mouth action. Um, you know, from Hibbs' point of view, they'll be devastated at losing a goal so quickly after scoring. Um, but the emotions were riding high. One minute the Hibbs fans are absolutely delirious, next minute they're, they're despondent. And as I said, so yeah, that, that's what you want. And then in the dying seconds, Hibbs are throwing everything at it, lumping it into the box, and the old one get it in the mixer, and uh, you know, having a chance to score a couple of chances. At 
hitting the post and Joe Hart making a great save so listen the game finished in a real flurry of excitement but ultimately I think over the 90 piece Celtic thoroughly deserved their win So let me get this straight Hugh is this how this works so Celtic should have a penalty didn't get it Hibs should have had a penalty and didn't get it uh-huh. so we can all just move on and say there was one missed on each side and we never need to argue about it again No no we oh, can't right, okay. because I've just, just had a text checking. message from the Hibs supporter and our family and he says it's John Beaton's fault that Hibs didn't win the game I suspect I'm looking at social media It has that feel about it I must admit Depending what side of the fence you're on You're you're blissfully ignoring the, the Celtic one Or blissfully ignoring the Hibs yes. one later on yeah. Wouldn't have it any other if, way If you're a Celtic Hibs fan Have a look at the Liverpool game And, and if, you, if you're a Liverpool supporter Then you've got a gripe Goodness me Yeah but listen we've, we've got enough on our plate I won't go into too much detail But talk about Oh we need full time refs And we need, we need VAR, VAR. Oh, no. yeah. The decision to not send off Harry Kane For a challenge on Our Andy Andy Robertson Remarkable And the decision to not give Liverpool yeah. a penalty Equally Strongly. remarkable And by the way They had a look at these things They have VAR. Correct Wow And there was one this morning uh, or say earlier Ryan Fraser got wiped out Maybe Maybe we've got to the bottom of it It's, it's the Scotland-England yeah, thing yeah, the That was the England captain On the Scotland captain See if the roles were reversed <laughs> Nah well, I won't go there <laughs> Anyway um, Right Let's bring in Thomas In East Kilbride How are you feeling tonight Thomas? Oh, I'm delighted Absolutely delighted uh, Before I uh, Continue with My, my comment mm-hmm. Just to Say a Merry Christmas to the He's all Before before it comes oh, eh? Thank you Thomas That's thank nice you. of you You too Hope you have a good time yeah, yeah, just uh, I hope the wee man's up and having jumping for joy. A wee Bertie. Oh, I'm sure he would, Hugh. He, he'd, he'd have enjoyed that. Well, I, I saw the old family there in goodly number uh, with a, a huge cardboard cutout of Bertie. Uh, he would have loved it. He was honoured at the semi final by the display at the Celtic end of Hamden. And uh, you can rely upon it, uh, Thomas. I think you'll be uh, absolutely certain of what we Bertie is singing right now. <laughs> uh, Thomas, how important was it to get that trophy won at the first time of asking? Just seeing the wee man scored, Mickey uh, Ogle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely delighted. Celtic should get him signed up as soon as possible. And uh, I'm not questioning that. Yeah, I mean, he's a fan. how quickly has he become a fan's favourite, Mark? He was before today, anyway. And, you know, Thomas is saying, you know, ex- extend his stay, do what you can. Um, we, it's a football fan media reaction to then get sidetracked and, and compare him to other players and say, is he as good as? Leave that to other people for now, but certainly can't remember many making as, as quick an impression as this. No, me neither, Gordon. I mean, it's always a hard position to fill that sort of number nine position for Celtic and leading the line because you're expected to score goals because the expectation is that you'll get more chances than anyone else and you should be there to tuck those chances away and of course it doesn't always work out like that but it's a full package with Kyogo you know how the crowd took to him and his debut you know when he was uh, well he was rousing the crowd but it's a work rate he puts in he puts every effort in um, to the game, never mind the goals he scores. And then the, the goals he scores is, are the icing on the cake. And when you score goals like that in a cup final, it, it just you know reiterates why the fans love you. And we're just catching reruns of the goals. The first goal is incredible. The timing of the run, the ball from McGregor, the first touch, the finish into the near post as well is just instinctive. 
uh, striker play and the second goal uh, somebody mentioned it earlier it's almost Henry Larson-esque you, you've seen him doing that loads of times so for the is it six months or under six months he's been in the country he's certainly become a fan's favourite and you can't see that dying down you can only see that getting ramped up in the in the six months to come yeah, since it was at that end of Hamden I was going to go for Louis Molt-esque but I appreciate that probably doesn't carry quite the same drama uh, Hugh Keevan so I'll let you all off you look at little moments in this cup final Starfelt makes a very bad job of trying to clear the ball and Kevin Nisbet nips it off his toe and heads off into the penalty area. Starfelt then tries to recover his mistake and Nisbet nutmegs him. At that point, you're thinking, goal. But Joe Hart, in that split second, then comes out and makes an outstanding save. He might have been... Badly, badly off at the, the Hibs goal, Joe Hart, along with Starfelt. But that moment from Nisbet, that's going to make it two all, and who knows what. Uh, so again, that little contribution, that split second from Joe Hart, goes a long way to explaining why Celtic have the trophy. There's so many parts of it, Fraser, when you're talking about Kyogo. So. No matter what player you are And how long you've been here And where you're from Those are good goals And they're important goals But then you throw in To the fact that He is a new player New culture New country Weather Language barrier New style of play And the fact you've been out For 10 days And brought back from a hamstring So it's a full package But like I said Any player would be pleased With, with that contribution oh, Brilliant and, and he plays with a smile On his face It's always easy to play With a smile on your face When you're such a good player And you're a great finisher But he he just seems to be fun around around the place. Even after the game with the Celtic fans and uh, the joy in his face about winning this this trophy. Never mind his ability and, uh, and clearly he's such a great goal scorer. But he just plays a smile on his face and he looks as if he's really enjoying himself in, in Glasgow, which which I, I I take as a compliment to to us all in this country and, and to Scottish to Scottish football. And uh, you can see exactly why Celtic supporters have, have have taken to him. Sometimes it's it's things I was watching him quite a lot. Just off the ball And he wasn't getting a lot of it But he make, he just makes mm. good runs To really annoy defenders If you turn off for one second Then then it's going to be a goal And he wasn't really involved in an awful lot And that's the sign of a yeah. great striker yeah. But he, he, he can see him again's not sure what they're going with him Portis yeah. does he get dragged out He just moves brilliantly all the time That's why I'm it jealous doesn't. of you being at, being at the game Jim Because you, you see this stuff It's very easy to fall into a trap Of watching a game on TV and saying I've not really seen much of Kyogo Therefore he's having a quiet game Or therefore he's not doing much But are we missing the point If he's not there If he's not on the pitch Who's moving defenders about Who's occupying them Who's then creating space For Celtic to operate in Yeah And again when you see it From up in the gantry here As we have a fantastic uh, You know uh, View um, You see how he just drifts in Between defenders And he occupies two players All the time As Fraser was saying there Whether it's McGinn and Portis, or whether it's Hanlon and Stevenson, or whether it's you know Portis and Hanlon, you know he's always occupying two players because he just plays on the shoulder in between them. In which case is, you know, the the player that's marking him, whether it's Portis or, or Hanlon, thinking right, we can't get too tight here because he's he's electric, quick, and he's sharp as attack. So he's going to he's going to kill us in behind. So they start to get a little bit of cover and bring another one round just in case, or the fullback narrows in a little bit. So, you know, I mean, and as you say, he just, he switched on all the time and his two goals typified that. You know, his two goals were absolute perfect examples of that, of not being involved in the game all the time, but being mentally alert all the time. 
so that with those little split seconds, that call it a pass from McGregor, call it a quick free kick from Rogic. He's the guy that switched onto that. Whereas a lot of players who haven't had touches get a little bit dead on their feet and get a little bit flustered and get a little bit moody because they haven't had, you know, they haven't had touches of the ball, they haven't been involved in the game too much. But he's he's like the top players. He's like, you know, the, the, the guys that, you know, you want in your team who are just waiting in that one split second for the defenders to switch off and that's when he's going to punish you and that's exactly what he did today. Um, as I said, he's a joy to watch and it, it must be an absolute pleasure um, to, to play with and have having around your team. Thank but you, thank you, Thomas. It's 01419511025. We're hoping, hoping to hear from the managers and get their reaction from Hamden next. After they play... You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Fraser Wishart in the studio, Mark Wilson in his hoose, and Jim Duffy still at Hamden. Uh, I assume so. You've not frozen stiff, have you? <laughs> no, it's a bit jelly, but uh, no, I'm not too bad. I'm just. Uh... <laughs> Standing up and keeping the, keeping the joints moving yeah, We're nearly there We're nearly there I'm hopeful that we'll hear from some managers before we go But obviously um, Cup final days tend to be quite busy I can't promise anything We will try our best um, Hibs made a game of it Jim You have to give them credit Of course it will be lost a little bit in this city um, But important to mention their part in it Yeah I mean I think it shows you that Hibs are a good side And they have got some good players And I think if it's, if it's Sean Maloney It's coming in tomorrow Whatever happens to be I think he's got a really good um, nucleus of players to work from. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that they were a little bit negative in the first half. But I think it was a game plan. I think it was to try and stifle Celtic to try and negate their strengths and, and, and play their way into the game. And obviously, when they get goal from a set play, which we all thought could be a um, an opportunity for them, then you just had to calm down. They get just a little bit overexcited and forgot to do the other side of it, which was to, to concentrate when Celtic uh, kicked off. So um, you know, and, and that that came back to to bite them. But uh, yeah, I, I think David Gray will be, you know, pleased with the commitment of these players, the organisation of these players. And Joe Hart, a couple of great saves late in the game, as you mentioned, um, the save after Kevin Nisbet had had broken through from the right hand side, and then just at right at the the down side, I think it was Newell had won his left foot and it, he parried it and they hit the post as well. So listen, they gave it a go in the in in, in, the, in you know the last maybe five ten minutes or so. But uh, it's a what if scenario again for Hibs, and I, I mean. They've been here a couple of times over the last couple of years, and it's great to get there. But you know they have to try and go over that line. But but as as I said, you know I think right right early on, I think Celtic deserve to win. But but Hibs have got some good players, um, and I, and I think the new manager's got a real platform um, to take them forward and, and 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 compete for for European places. Paul is a Celtic fan on the line. How are you feeling, Paul? Very very happy, Gordon. Uh, I've got to say that four days short of my seventieth birthday. <laughs> And I was jumping about my sitting room like a two-year-old. Well, happy birthday when it comes, Paul. A nice early present for you. It wasn't half, yes. And, uh, you know, uh, given the, the time of year, six months ago he came in to deliver the first rope is nothing short of miraculous. Hugh Keevans, would you advise 70-year-olds jumping about the living room? We don't mind that, do we? Not at all. There's plenty of life left in Paul yet. Have a wee bracing walk along the seafront at Helensborough, Paul, and that will sort you out. Um, but it's you can see the effect it's had on the Celtic supporters tonight. Uh, you know, the Ange Postacoglu, prior to the final, spoke about the responsibility he felt he had on his shoulders as the manager of a club in which people invest so much hope and love indeed 
And it is to a large extent Their lives There is family And there is the club And Ange Postacoglu knew that he had all of that On his shoulders this afternoon And he has not failed The Celtic supporters uh, I keep going back to the mess he inherited Because it was substantial And there are many negatives Out of today's final That we can explore tomorrow night On Super Scoreboard But the day a cup is won is a day for focusing on the positives. And Ange Postacoglu deserves immense credit for turning this mess into something more respectable. And he deserves the utmost credit for knowing about a player called Kyogo Furuhashi and for making sure that Celtic brought him here. And that player has captured the hearts of the Celtic fans and now he's done something more substantial. He has scored the goals that won the first trophy of the season. It's a night for many people, chief among them, Ange Postacoglu and Kyogo Furuhashi. Yeah, Paul, you liked Ange Postacoglu, I'm sure, before today. The Celtic fans have really taken to him. How do you feel about him now? Uh, he, can do, he, can, he, can do, he can do no wrong. Uh, and I've got to say that before uh, uh, give Andrew McLean a bit of credit, for breaking the good news that Bernard Higgins is not getting a job myself in the new year. So I was very happy about that as well. You've had a, a number of birthday presents, Paul, a couple of days before, if that's the sort of thing that excites you. Um, I mean, Mark, the, the, the do no wrong part, that I, I kind of get what Paul means, that's the impression I get. Now, of course, Ange Postacoglu, I'm sure he would admit he's made mistakes, and, and now it does... Without taking anything away from today, it very quickly becomes about building on this and, and trying to to go again and, and, and keep making improvements. Yeah, of course it does. And what he's got now is plenty of goodwill in the bank with the Celtic fans. If the worst does happen, if, if he does get a, a string of bad results, he's always got this to, to fall back on and the start he's had. I think if you take this two weeks in isolation or two and a half weeks in isolation, it shows what a good manager... Ange Postacoglu is because we we go back to the start of the season and the mess he inherited and try to rebuild the squad, which there's still a lot of work to be done. But he got a team that he was happy with, and it took a massive blow over the past two and a half weeks with injury. Yet he still dug deep in his bank of players, who many will still argue are international class or um, or who have came through the Celtic Academy, who should be good enough to play at this level, but he still had to get a tune out of them. You know, against Real Betis and against Motherwell at home, not ideal, against Ross County away, and then the cup final. And he's managed to do that. So that buys you a lot of trust from supporters. And I think every one of the Celtic fans going home tonight will appreciate what a good manager Celtic have at the minute. Bit of an understatement, I'm sure, Jim Duffy, but he got a good reception from Celtic fans at the end of the game. Yeah, I mean, obviously he goes over and, uh, you know, gives it the clench fist, and, uh, but the fans, yeah, I mean, the, the fans have taken to him um, really well, and it must be great for him as well, because, again, we're going about um, players coming here, but a manager coming, um, you know, from Australia and then, and then Japan and coming over here again, and, you know, as much as you can do all your research, it's a completely different life, you know, and, and I think in, in coming over without... You know, any of his own staff and things like that. I think you know you, you can't you can't give enough credit to Ange Postecoglou. I think he's done a, a fantastic job. Yeah, there's still a lot of work to be done. Understand that, but 
Listen, you can only do a little bit at a time, and what, what he's doing, as I say, is endearing himself to the fans. But ultimately, you have to win, and he's done that today. So, as you said, it's a day for celebration, it's a day for optimism, being positive. And I think the Celtic fans, not just at the game, but all listening to the show and watching it on TV, will be absolutely thrilled. And uh, they think there's a lot of bright times ahead for Celtic. Go on then, Hugh Keevan, sum it up for us. The Celtic supporters have a phrase In Ange, we trust. And today, that trust was justified and he delivered on their behalf. It is now for Celtic to build upon this moment and to win the first trophy empowers Ange Postacoglu. It gives him a bigger hand with which to deal with the Celtic board. In January, things need to be addressed. But in December, he won the first trophy of the season. In Ange, they trust. Celtic are League Cup champions Beating Hibs in the final at Hamden Plenty to look back on from a busy weekend Not only in that competition But in the SPFL as well So with that in mind We'll return for you tomorrow night 6 o'clock is the time and the place Make sure you join us here And we'll look back on it all Thanks to the guys for helping out this afternoon Thanks to all of you for your calls, your tweets And your company We'll see you at 6 tomorrow And the chart show is up next